Hello and welcome to the Main Course Podcast presented by Stake Worldwide. I'm your host, Jake Stanley, and I'm joined today by my good friends, Dakota. Yo, yo. And Josie. What's up, guys? Today, we're going to be talking about the Felly Deluxe album, Conway the Machine's new project, and Josie's going to catch, up, catch us up on our thoughts on Detroit 2. Plus, we're going to dive into Eminem's Home Invasion and Tory Lanez's Mediocre Apology. Then we're going to wrap up the podcast with a quick question submitted via our Instagram and our email podcast at stakeworldwide.com. Let's get into it. Dakota, do we have a follow-up from last week? Yeah, so uh, for all those you listened last week, we talked a lot about the McDonald's-Travis Scott collab uh, that just came out. I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts if you saw anything on Twitter and the internet of all of these. It, it's, you know, it's just people rolling up, being smart-ass kids, like being like, hey, Cactus Jack sent me. And the McDonald's employees just either having one, no idea who Cactus Jack was and why <laughs> they would have sent this person to their McDonald's location or just fully not having any part of playing along with this thing for the internet so i just thought it was i just thought it was good 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 content from the last week um i think i saw a tiktok about uh someone pulling up and calling it the travi patty oh i like that that's, that's <laughs> that is that man they missed on that nickname also <laughs> yeah. like truly like come on i mean uh, too like they missed so hard on the action figure thing like come yeah on. that's Did you like, check out the merch like store basic level like you don't even oh, right. make it just a plain figurine would would do exactly really just something yeah i mean i thought the uh i checked out the yeah that's kind of i thought like those like all-star shirt like shorts were sick i was like oh these are kind of fresh like how much i don't know like 240 dollars i'm like (laughs) i'm super good i'm never gonna wear these (laughs) yeah i bought the uh i bought the hundred dollar pillow no oh the the nugget Uh, oh i absolutely did (laughs) You guys no should have that, that. On, on, the, on the podcast when it comes yeah. in. 12 to 15 weeks on the shipping. So I'll show it to you guys in early 2021. 15 weeks. Yeah. Wow. Did you check the rugs? The rugs are almost 20 weeks on the shipping. And it's like, I'm just going to get it next summer. Like You'll forget you can order that and then it'll come. Yeah. Through. I'm 100% going to forget what I ordered. Um, so. So you're, yeah. A giant chicken nugget's going to show up to your apartment. You're just going to be like, what? Oh, that's right. I'm not, I'm not even gonna live here anymore. It's gonna show up, and everyone's gonna be like, "What the hell did they order?" I had something like that happen. It's like kind of off off topic, but I had like some package come to my apartment like this weekend, and it was right before I was like headed out, and they made me sign for it. So I was like, and it was super heavy. It was in like this huge box, and I had to sign. So I'm like, "What did I order?" Like maybe somebody like surprised me with something, and I like, got all hype about it, but I didn't open it until I came back, and then I came back and I opened it, and it was like this double-sized huge bag of potting soil for like my plants that I ordered. <laughs> and I was like, I ordered it like two weeks ago and it just came and I was like, I had to sign for it. It was in like this huge thing. It was so heavy. I was like, ooh, this is going to be good. I like got all excited to open it and I'm like, oh, I just forgot I ordered this like two weeks ago. It was so disappointing. So yeah, you'll probably have a similar experience. Yeah, and that, but you the will, pillow, you'll be excited. The pillow's three feet long. It's a full body size chicken nugget pillow. So I'm pretty excited about it. Extra, but I like it. Um, well, Jake, what have you uh, to this week? I was about to say, uh, you know, I've, I've been really, you know, I thought the, uh, the new Action Bronson song was interesting. It's Action Bronson. He, it came with the announcement right. that he's dropping his new album uh, in two weeks, I think, uh, 25th. Yeah. So that should be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I listened to the NBA Youngboy album, but I, I kind of just ran through it. Uh, I couldn't tell you what my favorite song is to save my life. Um, but then I also really do like the Conway, uh, the Machine Project. Uh, there's some cool features on there. Obviously, he's got the the song with West Side Gun and Benny the Butcher, which yeah. I feel like 
anytime one of those dudes drops a project, all three of them hop on the same song at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really liked that they had some like sweet bars on there about like just talking about how basically like everyone in the rap game is getting influence like they're influencing everybody in the game right now like they and they are just like busting out projects this year Um, yeah griselda's on a roll yeah no absolutely i I mean that's conway's second project of the year westside guns got two benny the butcher had that new song a couple weeks back so i gotta assume he's dropping a full project by the by the end of the year um it's a work the the other uh um boldy james a couple weeks back yeah I really uh, I like the track with Method Man a lot. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, I mean, also that the Dave Loge or Dave Love one is super sweet. And yeah. then uh, what is that last one? Oh yeah. No, that's it's that one. And then uh, the uh, Anza song. Yeah. I don't I don't know who's featured on that. Armani Caesar. I don't know who that is, but that song <laughs> is fire. It's a fact. It's um, a fact. You want to tell us about uh, about your boy Felly's project that just uh, dropped last week as well? Yeah, man, really stoked about that release. Um, so yeah, for for anyone who doesn't know, uh, Felly dropped Mariposa back in I think April, early early April or late March, back like right before, kind of like right at the start of the pandemic outbreak. So I feel like it didn't really get the recognition it deserved or, or you know the life it deserved. Um, so convinced him a couple weeks ago to drop a deluxe version of the album featuring. Uh, I think it's four new acoustic versions of some of the tracks and then two uh, extra bonus tracks. Um, and yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's all I've been listening to all weekend. And I mean, I think it's still one of the best albums of the year. Um, so if you haven't checked that out, definitely go check it out. Um, favorite track. I mean, Sailors of the Moon, one of the bonus tracks is popping off right now. And then Ghost Around Midnight, the other Ghost bonus Around track, Midnight also is... a heater. Yeah. I, I don't even <clears throat> think that was on the original demos that we had like yeah. last year. Like, I don't, right. I don't I think that one. Yeah, I think but that song is it's, uh, absolute gas. It's, it's guys, Fel, like, Soul, and um, Oliver Malcolm on that one. Super special. You guys filmed a bunch of stuff in Oregon, right? Together. Yeah. Those shots. Yeah, we filmed. Yeah, we filmed a bunch of content in Oregon, um, which was honestly for a different project a little bit. So we've been trying to decide how much of the stuff we're going to save and how much of it we're going to fit for this deluxe version, just because it kind of all came together, kind of sporadically. But yeah, I'm excited for the world to see some more of that stuff. Um, we had a really good time in Oregon, so I think uh, I think people should be excited about that. Cool. Josie, it's been a couple weeks since the uh, the fans have had to got to hear your your voice or uh, you know oh what God. you've been listening to. So sorry, speak. I really wanted to hang with you, but <laughs> I like to get a shout out. Um, yeah, I'm a little late on the Big Sean album, but that's what I'm kind of catching up on this week. I think the Post Malone song is my favorite. Really good banger. Whoops. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I get. I struggle with super long albums like that. Like I just. Yeah just so much for me to digest so that's like my biggest critique but yeah still kind of going through track by track and figuring out my faves but i do i do like it you guys all listen to it by now i'm sure right oh yeah i mean we, we went we went pretty deep last week yeah i mean i agree with you i think like the first 12 songs are all fantastic and then after yeah. that you're just like okay we're dragging a little bit but you want to give your attention to all of them but i don't know it's just something about the beginning half that hits differently yeah i can't tell if it's because i listened to the first half first you know and and i was just too tired to listen to 12 more big sean songs right like maybe those first 12 songs right i don't know if it's just the sequencing that got me there or if it you know he actually just front loaded the entire album multiple factors at play there yeah 
Um, Makes sense to put the bangers in the beginning if that is true. People usually listen to it. Definitely in the streaming era. Yeah. I think there was like they used to always say like the biggest like the radio hit always went like number three on the sequence, right? So like you know, Stronger is number three on Graduation or whatever. Power is number three on Dark Twisted Fantasy. Um, All those kinds of things. What's the logic there, Jake? Yeah. Uh, Well, I kind of think you you want to open the album with something they haven't heard before, right? Usually some kind of intro. Then I think the second song is kind of the same thing, right? And then the third song is about time to hit them with that kind of pop song they probably already heard before, you know? Um, <clears throat> so, you know, just kind of gives you that easy entry into the album. And then, you know, then you hear the song you're familiar with. You're like, okay, maybe I'll go a couple more songs. Kind of resets the odometer. Um, cool. But uh, I feel like in the streaming era, you know, it's just stuff as many tracks as you can in the top 10. <clears throat> That's the strategy. Um, but yeah, so if you're curious or you want to listen to any of this music, make sure you check out our playlists. Uh, we have Medium Rare, uh, which I update every other week. And then we have Dak Wave Radio, which Dakota updates every other week. You can find both of those on our website, stakeworldwide.com, um, in our Instagram bio, um, in my Instagram bio, any of them. So definitely check those out. Uh, Dakota, you want to take us onto our entrees? Yeah, cool. So first thing that we wanted to talk about today, uh, kind of big news coming out of last week. Um, last So last week, September 9th, they had a court hearing uh, surrounding a home invasion that took place at M&M's back in April. Um, so apparently this guy, young guy, 27, I believe, Matthew Hughes, uh, made it past Eminem's security, set off a bunch of alarms that didn't wake them up, but woke M up, and he confronted <laughs> him, and the guy uh, made it clear to him that he was actually there to kill him. Um, so, yeah, but pretty crazy. Armed, right? Like, he didn't have a gun or anything. I think yeah, he, like, I, broke I, in with a brick or something, but I didn't yeah. think... He didn't show up I don't know. with all this. Yeah. It sounds, like, fairly bizarre. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I had a fairly similar experience happen to me. And this guy kind of looked like the crazy dude that broke into my parents' house and confronted yeah. me in the living room. So kind of, you know, you oh yeah, <laughs> let's, let's tell that story real fast. Yeah, yeah, we can tell that story real quick. So I, uh, I was, I was out home at college, something I came back, my, my sister had to go to a lacrosse tournament um, when she was still in high school. It was, you know, some recruiting thing. So I took her and my parents to the airport, came back, uh, you know, was expecting my other sister to be there. And, like, the, basically there was a backpack and some, like, men's shoes. Like, the guy was watching, like, Cartoon Network, house. like, in your at my house, in the living room. And I'm, like, in the living room, like, this is a weird scene. Like, why are the Gatorades from the fridge just stuffed in a backpack? You know, like, and uh, I, I turn around, this dude's like coming up the stairs in the basement with a knife and he was wa- was walking towards me and he was like, probably feels like it's not actually really happening, man. And you know, like fight or flight kicks in and I'm not going to lie, I'm not a hardcore guy. So I flew, man. I I, I don't know if I've ever ran so fast. Um, and uh, so, yeah, but I was just like, I was like, man, this story kind of hits home a little bit. Um, but he came at you with a knife in your own house and then you just yeah. ran. Well, I jumped over the couch and then ran. But yeah, never jumped that high before either. You can take that. Then you left and you called the police and then did they get yeah. him or what? Yeah, they got what? him. That's um, crazy. Yeah, but he was he was he was definitely <laughs> out there. Um, he was definitely out there, and I feel like this is a very similar situation. Like, yeah. So based off your situation, how do you think Eminem was feeling as he saw the man <laughs> standing in his, you know? Well, I think he also, like, woke up to it, right? Like, didn't he wake right. up and there's, like, this intruder? Well, was, yeah, like, he just, bed? like, woke up and he was there. I mean, I, I'm i sure he was probably 
taken aback. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was just, it's, it really That's is. It's just like fight or flight. I bet M tried to fight him. Um, like, you know, he didn't <laughs> run away. I bet, I bet he took, he took a couple hacks, uh, a couple swings for sure. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think it's bizarre that like, if you've got security in your house and like, right. I assume the best system money could buy. Right. Right. You you would you would hope that those security guards would wake up and protect you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, plus his do- does his daughter still live here too? Ah, uh, she can't, right? She's old. she's too old, I think. Oh, maybe she is. I don't know. He's got a pretty big crib though. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah, but also maybe, you know, if the house is that big, that's true. I mean, yeah. could be in a completely different part of the house. Yeah, the West Wing. Well, which is also fairly impressive that the crazy guy who came to his house unarmed to kill him was able to locate him in that house. That is impressive. Yeah. A lot of impressive in the post of that story. In the post-Cribs era, how are you supposed to know where his bedroom <laughs> is at? <laughs> yeah, that's a spooky story. That's like literally my worst nightmare is like waking up yeah. and someone in my room like who verbalized they want to kill me. <laughs> like, no. Oh my god. Wait, so what happened? They had a hearing and then they're continuing. Oh, it was it was like the initial it was like the initial hearing. So right. it's, it's, it's not, not like yeah. yeah, no, it was just like the initial. Got it. But it was it was like all over, you know, Twitter and Instagram and everything, like because, you know, there was court statements of this guy basically, you know, Eminem taking the stand and saying, Yes, he looked me in the eyes and said, I'm here to kill you. Not what you want to hear when you're sprung out of bed at three in the morning. No. Uh, Dakota, you want to tell us about this uh, Meek Mill movie? Yeah, yeah. So um, I don't know for those who who watch uh, the NBA. This is actually the first time that I saw it, and I kind of think the it actually this trailer just kind of premiered during uh, one of the uh, playoff sense. games uh, this past weekend, but. Uh, essentially, the movie is called Charm City Kings, and it seems to be kind of loosely based off the the dirt bike crews uh, in West Baltimore. I don't know if you guys saw the the documentary on that kind of. Uh, I think no. it's probably three years old now. Uh, but the Twelve O'clock Boys. Um, but Meek's character essentially is supposed to be like the auto shop owner um, who's who's in kind of the bike crew, uh, but you know right. he's not involved in the drug trade, and it, it seems to be like a kind of like a you know almost like a young coming of age story for someone who's, you know, kind of thrust into a bad situation, you know, right. willing to kind of trying to wanting to prove themselves, but, you know, not obviously knowing exactly what you're getting into. Um, and Meek seems to kind of his character at least seems to want to keep him out of the drug trade and that thing. And uh, I, I just thought, you know, it was an interesting role for him. I mean, I, I think yeah. it'll be interesting to see, you know, how he is as an actor from some of the reviews that I've read, it's... Yeah. Yeah, I saw I was, some reviews and it was like Meek Mill's performance was awesome in this. Killer. But Great. Yeah, yeah great. But, uh, but yeah, no, I think it's... I mean, I, I especially think it's um, a super sick role for him just given, you know, his story and the way that he spent, you know, so much time behind bars for... Yeah, like two know, years. Involvement in the drug trade that he wasn't even involved in. Um, I mean, he and, technically and, got the jail time for, like, illegally riding his dirt bike or whatever, right? Well, so, well, I mean, initially, like, right. was when he was, you know, I, I think he was 19 years old. Right, right. He went to his, you know, um, cousin's house and I think they, you know, 
were involved in, in some drug trade. And he walked outside and allegedly pointed a gun at a cop. That turned out to not be the case. But then, yeah, right, right. obviously going back to to prison for violating uh, his parole oh, yeah. for for being on a dirt bike. So, yeah, it's just like <laughs> the entire thing. I just think I, I think it's a, a super sweet role just given his story. Yeah. Yeah, um, and trying to, you know, fit. trying to like, and just like trying to idolize, uh, you know, being a positive role model and wanting right. to keep people out of the same thing that he was kind of forced into. Right. Yeah. No, I hear that hundred yeah, percent. When does well, that come out? Trailer, it looks like a good, it's a, uh, right. That's where it's coming it's, out. It's, H- oh, it's HBO max. Um, and okay. I think it's, I think it's still the end of the month. I think it's October so it's, 8th. Okay. I think. Soon. Four weeks. Yeah. yeah. You guys pay for HBO Max? I'm not, but I, I'm going to sneak someone's login or something to, <laughs> to watch it. Do you have it? I do, yeah. Been uh, catching up on all of the Miyazaki, like all of the Spirited Away and all those movies because mm-hmm. they're all exclusive to HBO Max in the US. Been a pretty good time. Yeah. I, I've got a friend who works. Uh, in original content for HBO Max. So I always got to be like, is this good? Is this good? What's good? So I'm, yeah. I'm still, I'm still, you know, I, I haven't fully switched over yet because yeah. I didn't understand what it was at first. So yeah, I also had to text her and be like, so what, yeah. what is the difference, like by the way? And HBO, yeah, there's just a lot of... So many HBOs. Yeah. Um, cool, yeah. Should we talk about this Tory Lanez apology real fast? Yeah, you wanna um, you wanna you wanna kick that one off? It's all you, man. That's all me. All right, <laughs> word. So uh, over the past weekend, um, you know, the first I think the first true episode that we actually did, um, we talked a yeah. lot about uh, you know the whole incident um, with Meg. You know, saying hey, yes, Tori, Tori did shoot me. Um, this is this is not <laughs> exaggerated. Um, you know, stop trying to cover this up. You know, tell people that. Um, like that this didn't happen, that it was an accident, like it was, you shot me. And he basically sent her a text saying like, oh, I'm so sorry from the bottom of my heart, but like I was just too drunk. It's like, oh man, that's probably not a decent excuse um, to, to try to go about, you know, apologizing for <laughs> shooting somebody. Um, so yeah, no, I mean, I I think it was like just such a, like just such a half-assed apology i mean god how long has it been now three months three yeah three months and it's like oh my bad i was i was a little lit you know my bad like too too many too many drinks at the club whoops what are you gonna do yes i mean spoiler alert i think you know we all drink and none of us have ever shot anyone um (laughs) so i think that's a good baseline to start with on the uh, evaluation here yeah I thought the beginning of the apology was kind of nice. Like, from the bottom of my heart, like, I don't expect you to ever talk to me again. Like, I, I mean... Which is fair. I mean, like, it's also, like, are you, you're, you're going <laughs> to... I mean, but, like, realistically, you're going to blast off, like, a 180-character text. Yeah, it's, like, too late. That, and three months later? Drunk, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just... Yeah, it's it's not the right way at all. I he mean, might have been he might have been a little drunk when he sent the apology text. <laughs> yeah. I was too drunk here. that night. I don't know. I might be feeling something now. So I'm sorry. You know, you yeah. know what? My bad. Yeah. 
She's probably uh, like that. But. Yeah, I don't know how she's managed to put up with it. I don't think she ever responded. Is what I was reading about it that she good ghosted it. Yeah, what what is there? I to don't say? know what you would say. Thanks, bro. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> good looks. <laughs> Just a bet. <laughs> bet. Word. <laughs> Thank you. Cool. Don't don't let it happen again. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, yeah, I think that takes us into our dessert, which is our community questions today. Um, we've got one question this week, which I'm pretty excited about from our very own Carter G. Who was one of your favorite artists that you hated at first? Anyone have a good answer? I've got two. So. Let's hear it. I like really thought about I, it. I, it's hard to I, remember. I, like, It's hard to remember the initial hearings of a lot of art. You know, I like know who I like I, now, but I'm oh, like, I maybe, I, maybe I didn't like them when I first heard them, but I, I, like, I couldn't pull anything out off the top of my head. So let's hear yours. <laughs> All right. So I have two. So one is like, I think slightly based off like just general ignorance about the genre right but like when i was in like middle school and stuff like i really did not like jay-z at all um and i think part of that is probably because it's probably like the weakest era of jay-z's releases right and back then it wasn't like i wasn't buying the blueprint or you know going to get reasonable doubt or something like fye i was realistically only getting the most recent album which was like the blueprint three era maybe like kingdom come so i was gonna say kingdom pretty, come yeah yeah all pretty mediocre albums um but i mean now being first of all 25 living in new york city and then also you know having access to his all all of his music online it's i mean definitely one of my favorite artists and the other one is trippy red when i first heard trippy red mm. i hated trippy red um i can't remember what that first song that he had was that went viral um, uh the one with xx it might have been um whatever it was didn't like the song at all um and then like i don't know fast forward two or three years definitely one of my favorite artists now mm-hmm. um it just something about those early songs just didn't do it for me. Just um, like, yeah, and it's, he's got like a, he's got a very interesting sound that <clears throat> is maybe a little hard to get used to. He's like, it's yeah, kind of like, when it's like the beginning. Yeah, whiny, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. and that's, I, I have one that's probably worse than that. Like, I feel like I'm going to get rolled for this, especially by Jake. But like, I, at first I was like, I did not get Lil Uzi Vert. I was like, I don't know about <laughs> this. Like, I don't. I don't really feel this, but now looking back, obviously I was an idiot um, mm-hmm. because he's sick and obviously he's puts out great projects all the time now. Um, and he's, his sound inspired so many dudes that are, that are, right. you know, popping in the, in the, in the industry now. So it's like, um, yeah, I, but at first I was like, I, eh, I don't know. I'm good I mean, on this. That's almost, that's almost why I didn't like to be read at first. Like I, I felt he was too derivative of, little uzi you know what i mean i was right. like oh the studio's literally just just another little uzi like he's not doing right. anything new and then obviously the more i listened the more he put out the more I like came to understand kind of the direction that he was trying to go versus you know uzi's um but i feel that entirely what was the first little uzi song you ever heard dude i'm trying to think like i honestly feel like it was um i don't know what it was but i just remember like a few of my friends were like this this dude is sick and they played him a lot and i just like it never just clicked with me like the first couple projects that he had um except for money longer but like just right. some of the other stuff just just didn't really click with me at first um and then i feel like uh he dropped gosh what was the the one that came out like our junior year um the what album that came out the worlds or the perfect um, love tape i think that one was like i was like all right i'm actually going to give him a truly a fair shake and listen to this thing 
top to bottom. And I was like, okay, I, I get it. I was super wrong. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, because I think I heard top off Love is Rage 1. And I can't remember if it was that or what do you want, the Carnage collab? I um, think I probably, that's probably truly the first song that I heard. Yeah. But just didn't even realize it. Right, right. No, that's very fair. What about you, Josie? I'm trying to think. I might have to revisit this one next week. As you guys are talking, I'm like, okay, I know there's got to be people out there, but I feel like it's like kind of normal, like especially when you like come across a new oh, artist. Like, definitely. obviously, there's some on the opposite side of the spectrum where you're like, who is that? Like, I yeah. gotta Google this person and find out everything about them. But then on the other side, like, which happens to me, I feel like more frequently, I hear someone that's like new to me, and I'm like, okay, like. All right. And then with them coming out with more and like just being exposed to it more, then it starts right. to like hit home and like resonate with me in different parts. But yeah, I feel like that's not, you know, uncommon to have yeah. to come around a little bit when you first hear something. The other, the other big one, now that I think about it, is Kendrick Lamar. I feel like oh, when what? I first heard, when, when I first heard Overly Dedicated back in whatever, like freshman or sophomore year of high school, I was like, this dude literally sounds like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> like just like couldn't get past that at all like it wasn't until i kind of revisited it all after section 80 drops that i was like oh okay like there's some there's some fire here for sure but man overly dedicated for some reason just wasn't it was not my favorite country project <clears throat> um, but yeah i guess one follow-up question is uh what's your least favorite song from your favorite artist i um, know this one hands down shut up how do you not what even is close because i thought about it like and I was just like, no, it's it's not even close. Um, Drake, yes. Ratchet, Happy Birthday. Like, that's got to be the worst Drake song of all time. Like, there's no, like, don't, I, don't even talk to me about what is what is worse than that song that he's ever made. Yeah, you feel very passionately good. about that, it looks like. Ever. Yeah. I, I remember there, when, yeah. that when we first listened to that project, we were like, yeah. oh, we're not like fully, you know, like there's some dope songs on here, like not fully sold on everything. We got to that song and I was like, all right, bro, I'm going to bed. Like, well, I'll listen to the rest of this in the morning. Like, this is not worth it. Put me in a bad mood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you got one, Josie? Oh, you guys are good. I don't know if it's like the Libra in me or like, <laughs> and I, this goes with like everything in my life. People be like, what's your favorite food? And I'm like, I, I just like about favorites and like picking yeah. and making decisions on like that type of, yeah, I struggle with it. So I'll, I'll again have to like really rack my brain around it. But like those types of questions do not come easy for me. <laughs> uh, all right. I've got one then. Um, Drunken Hot Girls. It's probably my yeah. least favorite Kanye song for sure. That's, um, yeah, it's pretty. Oh, pretty I much mean, not bro, you, sure. you think you think Drunken Hot Girls is worse than uh, Scoopity Poop to to Whoop to Scoop Poop Whoop? I kind of think so. <laughs> really? <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> maybe not because he was actually I mean, maybe trying on Drunken yeah. Hot Girls, and the other one thing. Yeah, it, just it's like, just kind of a weird song. For, yeah. God, it's it's either that one or like the second to last song off off of Yay. One where he's like talking about like North growing up to be like a woman or whatever. Oh, that one's weird. <laughs> that I one just makes like me really it. uncomfortable. Oh yeah, yeah that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. a tough one. Yeah, uh, it's a weird one. But uh, just stick to karate. But uh, yeah, I mean, that, I guess that's everything for our community questions this week. So that kind of takes us to the nightcap. 
we don't have anything super formal planned, but I figured we all just want to share one cool thing that we heard about this week, maybe, or something. <clears throat> Anyone have anything cool? Anything cool in any, in any like realm? Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. I'll, I mean, we were just talking about this before the show, but I think my interesting thing of the week is, uh, Oracle's bid for buying TikTok was approved, mm. which I think could prove to be like a very interesting change for the platform and for musicians on it specifically. I think we're going to see a lot of people start getting copyright strikes and takedowns issued on uh, TikTok as it transitions over to us ownership. And I also think Oracle is a very interesting <laughs> choice to run a you know, social network. Cause I mean, not really their traditional products or their yeah. traditional scope. So should be very interesting to see how it unfolds. And on top of that, then YouTube launched their TikTok competitor today. I don't know if you guys saw this. Um, I just saw it when you YouTube, it. Yeah. YouTube Shorts. So it's 15 second videos. Uh, it's rolling out in China or sorry in India tomorrow, and then to the US later this month. So a lot of competition I, in that space. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll be interested to see like what the Oracle bid actually was. Yeah. Um, because that's kind of like I mean, being obviously kind of the first main platform to like really take this on and obviously instagram getting into it youtube getting into it is gonna like you know that like they they're gonna have to kind of set the market like if you if you're a tech company and you want to acquire someone who's <clears throat> you know working in that space like obviously you're not gonna match the tiktok offer but like right. what is a company like that worth what's the return there there I'm trying to check now. I know that the like the initial valuation was like somewhere around like fifteen billion, um, but I'm not sure what the actual you know dollar amount that they attached to it was. So I guess yeah, we'll have to see over the next couple weeks. All right. Anyone else read anything cool this week? Nah, man. Nuggets force game seven though. Again, another three one comeback. Go Nuggets. Sports plug of the of the podcast. Yeah, I have to fit one in there. Josie, anything? I was uh, just gonna say West Coast is on fire, so stay healthy out there, guys. <laughs> don't go outside if you don't need to. I know a lot of like schools are closed. A lot of like preschools, at least like around my What's, area. Are I was gonna say, how's the how is it by you? Um, I mean, I'm right by the ocean, so it's not as bad as, like, if you were to go in the valley and, like, deeper in, but you can tell the air quality is not good. It's just, yeah, like, I mean, when you... it has, like, a, like, this week's actually a little bit better, at least today so far, but there was a day, like, midweek last week when I thought it was, like, 7 p.m. and it was, like, 2.30 in the afternoon, wow. but just with, like, the orange and the haze, and it was... I mean, it, yeah. It's just That's like people joking about the world ending in 2020, but those pictures, it's like, oh my god, especially yeah, actually might come to a close here. Yeah. yeah, Portland and stuff. There was yeah. a. You guys, do you guys see Blade Runner 2049? Mm -mm. With um. All right. Well, you should watch it, Josie. But, um. But like all the scenes that are in California, they're all, they're all like really red. If you remember that, and someone did like a shot shot for shot comparison versus like actual like the Golden Gate Bridge now versus what it is in the movie, and it's like the same exact color. Like it's crazy. Whoa. It's very, very frightening. <laughs> yeah, I think up like in Northern California, people were like having to drive with their headlights on like midday. Like they actually couldn't see, which is not as bad as it is down here, luckily. But that's good yeah, to hear. It's spooky. Well, hope everyone's staying safe. I think that's it for this week's The Main Course podcast. We are Stake Worldwide. You can follow us at Stake Worldwide on all social media platforms and check back every Thursday for a new episode. And if you're bored, 
Uh, Fridays, we're live streaming. Wednesdays, we're live streaming. And check out our YouTube for all the recaps there. Have a good week, everyone. Peace out.